This is episode 33 with Michelle Blood. Hello everyone, my name is Hope and I am the host of the Bold and Brave podcast. Welcome to my show. In this podcast, I'm bearing all of it. I'm finally letting go and I am finally letting the world in to my heart. And that's hard. I have kept the deepest, the realest, the rawest parts of myself hidden behind closed doors since I was a little girl, and I've only ever shown the world what I thought was expected of me. It was easier to be safe. It was easier to keep my mouth closed. It was easier not to ask questions. It was easier not to stir the pot or rock the boat. I didn't have anything to back up what my heart was trying to tell me. I didn't know if anyone would believe me or judge me, pick on me, criticize me, call me different. That little voice that has all of the answers has finally had enough and it is banging on my heart. And it's brighter than the sun. And I'm vulnerable, and I'm honest, and I'm full of love. And I'm sharing my most challenging and life-altering experiences on this show. I'm being bold, I'm being brave, and I'm finally exposing the real authentic self. I am finally exposing who hope is. I really hope that you enjoy the show. Pun not intended, but hey enjoy that one as well. (laughs) I hope that you get everything you need from this show. I want you to know how loving you are, how lovable you are, and how loved you are. I also want you to know that you are enough. Everything you do is enough. Everything that you are and everything that you will become is and will forever ever be enough. Michelle Blood is a successful, multi-talented lady. In addition to creating Magnet to Success products and seminars worldwide, her public mystical success events have been held in over 16 countries. Her largest audience was 50,000 in Kuala Lumpur. Michelle has co-written and created over 80 books, audio programs, TV shows, videos on positive thought, mind transformation, meditation, and of course, so much more. Michelle has appeared in hundreds of podcasts, radio shows, and magazines in over 16 countries. After many years of meditation, Michelle's Kundalini awakened and transformed her consciousness. Now... Michelle teaches others how to live a mystical life and experience divine oneness, which is the true heart and genuine happiness, success and purpose in one's life, Michelle says. Now, I have had the pleasure of partaking in the mystical life and experience with Michelle and her divine group of souls that she has carefully selected around the world to come together and be oneness as one and it has been the most liberating uplifting eye-opening and loving experience i have had up until this day 
I'm so excited to share Michelle with you and her journey. The first thing I'd love to ask you, what's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? I don't live in a, a, a town. I live in the countryside, so there's no restaurants. <laughs> Do you have a favorite meal or maybe it's a homemade meal? Yeah, I, I, um, I cook a lot. I like to cook because there's no restaurants around here and I used to always love my Thai and my Malaysian because I used to live in Asia. So I, I make a lot of curries and Thais and things. Yeah, and I, you know, uh, laksa, Penang curry. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Like so Michelle... <laughs> Yeah, right. And where whereabouts are you? I'm in I'm in well Whistler's kind of the countryside too. Whereabouts are you? I'm in the mountains in California and it's like there's no one that lives up here practically at all. I think, you know, the whole area which is a very very big area has only got 1200 people and um they're mainly farmers. Mm, and so lovely. there's about there's about, you know, two to three acres between each house. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. You're fine yeah, for I love covid. <laughs> Exactly. You know, people, people are saying, you know, like stay, you know, shelter in place. And I went, that's my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the, I love it in the mountains too. It's, um, it's beautiful and you just have so much space and you can really enjoy nature and appreciate what's around yes. you. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's jump in. Michelle, you are one multi-talented lady. You've conducted seminars worldwide. Your mystical success events, which I'm very excited to hear about, have been held in over 16 countries. You have co-written and created over 80 books, audio programs, TV shows and videos on positive thoughts, mind transformations, meditation. And now you teach others how to live a mystical life and experience divine oneness. I'm so intrigued by you and I'm so excited to hear about your story. I find you very inspirational and just beautiful even just looking at you here now you're just a beaming light how can you take us back michelle what what was your inspiration for trusting this journey how did you begin i think you might have me on mute oh there we go. sorry yeah because my, <laughs> my cat was munching so I was trying to mute. That. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just going to put his munchie somewhere else so I can eat him somewhere else. He sounds like he's eating crackers. <laughs> as long as he's enjoying the crackers, that's all that yeah, matters. That's true. We don't mind. That's fine. That's fine. Let him munch away. Yeah. Go we'll for it. it. <laughs> that's life. Well, no, I started out as a rock singer in Australia. Um, I sang professionally since I was a little kid on TV and, uh, then started rock bands. Eventually I got a really good band together and I was like the lead singer, the co-songwriter, the manager of the band. I would get the agents, the record companies, everything done. And I worked very, very hard for many years to get the right band to. So we had a lot of success. Um, we worked to thousands of people every night all over the country. And then what happened was on my way home from a gig, the driver fell asleep because you know, Australia, you're Australian, it's huge. And so going um, in between each town, it's sometimes 10 to 12 hours in between each city to drive, to go to the next gig, sometimes less, but usually minimum five hours. Anyway, he fell asleep and the truck hit a telephone pole. And as the passenger, I was kind of smashed up. Um, 
And so I was in the hospital for months and months and months and months, many, many long operations, the longest being 17 and a half hours. So this is a good story. This is a positive story, folks. Don't lose your lunch because, <laughs> because it's, it shows that something that can look on the outside, if you just witness it, can, the most horrific thing that could ever have happened to somebody in their life ended up being the blessing. It was my Satori, my epiphany that changed my life and put me on a new, a new path to be able to utilize all the gifts and all the things and experiences that I'd had as a manager, as a business person, as the lead singer, as someone who could entertain uh, to do all the things that I had to do. That was my true life purpose. So mm. what happened was how that changed was when I was in the hospital people were sending me, you know, positive things to cheer me up because the doctors were saying, look, if you do survive, we, can, we don't even know if you're going to survive uh, the first two weeks, but we've got to do this operation that you're going to have to be in traction for weeks. That's going to be, it's going to be extremely painful. And so I sort of felt a little suicidal because I couldn't imagine not being able to do my cartwheels across the stage and all the crazy antics I would do on stage to entertain as a rock singer in Australia, Australian audiences are tough. You've got to really be tough. You've got to be tough back, particularly in Queensland. Anyway, and so um, I was a very strong individual, but I really, my strength and my optimism was sort of leaving me because of not just the emotional pain, but because of the physical agony, not pain, agony. And so... I mean, literally, I, was, I would scream with agony until they knocked me out with something. <laughs> wow. And so what happened to me was I heard about affirmations and auto-suggestion from a few different uh, tapes that they were putting on. That's how long ago it was. It was tapes, not CDs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and one of them really got to me, and that was Napoleon Hill's book, the classic Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which is about successful entrepreneur, male, all male, he talks mm -hmm. about entrepreneurs in America. So what's an what's a Aussie Sheila singer <laughs> in Australia? Why is that her epiphany? What, what in the hell would she be interested in that crap for? Anyway, and it was because he said, it really got to me. I really believed him. He said, I had this, I've got a son. And he said, when he was born, he was born with no hearing whatsoever. None, not one iota. So every night I would go into his room and whisper into where, you know, his hearing should be, where the ears should be. You hear perfectly. You are strong. You are healthy. You are positive. You're intelligent. You hear perfectly. Your hearing is glowing. Your sense of humor. I mean, he would just do all these affirmations into the little boy's ear and it worked. It worked. It, with it, by the time he was about three, the little boy had 30% hearing, which was impossible. And wow. so I thought, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do some affirmations because I'm just lying here and I can't move. So I made up an affirmation because they say an affirmation has to be stated in the moment, in the now. It has to be emotionalized so that it'll go into your subconscious mind because then the, the mind and the divine mind combined will then create beautiful experiences for you. So uh, 
what happened was I did it. I said, I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend because that was totally the opposite of what was true at that time. So I thought I have the perfect affirmation. It's total <laughs> BS. That's the way to go. Good on your love. <laughs> and I would do it, you know, all day. And I'd say it in my head as well. I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. But then after about a week, I was like, oh my God, this is BS. It doesn't work. Kill me now. Kill me now. Anyway. And so because I, I, I didn't even feel different in my consciousness. I didn't feel better in my heart. And so about a week later, I had an epiphany. I just said, God, you're a singer-songwriter. You've even, you know, written jingles for advertising agencies over the years, you know, to make extra money, which I never told anyone about because that would be the total uncoolest thing a rock singer in Australia could do. But I do it for extra money to help the band and get equipment. And so I said, you can't get a jingle out of your head. Advertising agencies pay me so well because you can't get a jingle out of your head. They want to associate their product. That's why kids go learn their ABCs so much easier if they sing. So I just started singing. I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. And I listened to it. I would just sing it onto a little recorder that I always had with me in case I got a songwriting idea so I could, you know, sing it down while I had it in my head still. And that was it. It just wow. worked so amazingly to the extent that when I got out of the hospital, uh, journalists, journos in Australia had found out about my healing and they started uh, writing stories about me on real time that used to be on Channel 7. They did an interview with me talk, talking about it and um, national Channel 7. And mm -hmm. so then, this is a weird thing that happened, these <laughs> promoters would come to me. These promoters started coming to me and they said, you know, how many affirmation songs have you recorded? And I said, well, since I got out of the hospital, just tons because I'm, it, it's working for me for every area of my life. How would you like to release them out to the public and sell them? I said, I hadn't even thought of that. It was only really for my own healing. Mm. And they said, because we have got these people, you know, Deepak Chopper and Wayne Dyer and Bob Proctor. And I'm like, no, <laughs> That wasn't in my periphery. I didn't have that motivational crap, you know. And so, and so I said, I have no idea who they are. And they said, well, we want, you to, we want you to come and sing in between them and tour right around Australia. We'll pay you $5,000 a gig and you can sell your music at the back of the room. And I was like, what? We'd be lucky to make that in profit a month, the entire band working every night of the week after paying the road crew and the agents and everything. I said, yeah. are you kidding me? And I don't need my band, just me. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Bob Proctor said, um, who was in The Secret, but this is way before The Secret. He said, this is amazing what you're doing. It brings the audience up. It's really entertaining. And it's what affirmations it just makes it so fast to go into the subconscious mind. He said, you've got something really unique here. So he started touring me all over the world. And I ended up living in Asia. I ended up writing songs in Malaysian language, in the Bahasa Malaysian language that ended up hit records. Um, 
I just toured everywhere. I did seminars everywhere. And then I started going deeper and deeper into mysticism. So that's the very, believe it or not, short version of um, <laughs> journey. <laughs> Michelle, oh my goodness. Like what a journey. Can I ask you, just going back to when you were in the hospital and you hadn't discovered affirmations then, right? That this no, was something that you... Totally you, new to me. Yeah. How did you feel? Like what was it? Because... You know, I, I, I have an affirmation that I like to say to myself, you know, I probably don't affirm enough and I definitely don't affirm the way for my greatest and highest good, the way to really get my angels to hear me and be like, yeah, 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 we got you, we got you. But how did you get from being in a state mentally where you just thought, I, I, don't, I don't know, like you said, like, I, I, I don't know where to go from here with, with that news? How did you get from that state to be, to then being able to positively affirm to yourself from a hospital bed after having an accident like that? How did you change that mindset and be able to, because you've, you healed yourself. You went in and you healed yourself with the, with the ability to use your, your mind and your own words and love yourself and talk to yourself and heal yourself through the power of affirming words. That's what you use words to affirm. And that helped you heal. Like, how did you, how, like, how, how? (laughs) (laughs) Brown cow. (laughs) I'm so blown away. You know, like, I mean, to affirm is one thing. It's a a great question. I'm I'm enjoying listening to the Aussie part of your accent. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> For Sheila. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> G'day, mate. G'day, anyway. mate. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as I was saying, when even though people were putting on lots and lots of positive tapes about visualization and affirmations, none of it really rang true. I had what the Buddhists call a Satori when Napoleon Hill said that he healed his little boy. Mm. Something within me just woke up and said, that's true. That works. I'm going to do it. However, it didn't work for me to start with when I was just saying it because my doubting mind kept rejecting the idea because here I was in physical pain and emotional pain. Doctors saying, if you do survive, you'll have physical limitations. And So my doubting mind kept releasing the thought and saying, rejecting the thought completely just saying, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. So you hear that doubting mind and it's like, just how are you going to uplift yourself? How's the affirmation going to be planted into Mm. the treasury of your subconscious mind? So it can begin to create the magic, the manifestation, the healing. Yes. And so it was the music because what happens is the lyrics that, that goes into that's words. So that's the lyrics going to the, logical left side of the mind and then the creative side the melody and the music so you have a whole brain experience so we ended up working out after many years that it works it goes into your treasury of your subconscious mind it it surpasses it goes your doubting mind hasn't got a chance at all and it goes straight into your, your subconscious mind so that's why music we connect to it emotionally and then so many different ways and you don't have to sing it. You just have to listen to it, which is why Australians eat Vegemite, right? 
We're yes. happy little veggie mites, as happy as, as can, can be. Sing along. <laughs> we all enjoy our veggie mites for breakfast, lunch, and tea. Because we love our veggie mite. We, we all enjoy our veggie mite. It puts a rose in an every cheek. <laughs> Yay, that was beautiful. <laughs> And anyone else who's not from Australia, folks, watching this, listening in, um, Vegemite is an Australian thing that we put on toast for breakfast, which everyone else just says is disgusting. It's black, it's thick, it's salty. <laughs> the best pace you'll ever eat. And it's fantastic. <laughs> if I'm not eating toast when I'm off carbs, I'll have like a little tablespoon, a, a teaspoon of Vegemite still with my cup of tea in the morning. <laughs> I love that's it so a true Aussie right there <laughs> we do that folks we do that we definitely eat the Vegemite from the Vegemite jar yep or with cheese yes the cheese and the crackers and the Vegemite yep. oh cheese and, and Vegemite sandwich tomato. yes <laughs> <laughs> can't go wrong oh my goodness Michelle only up until recently had I actually been able to get into meditation because I didn't really understand it and to be completely honest, I didn't believe in it. I have to be completely honest. And that's because I didn't have, you know, the knowledge or the, the experience and I didn't dedicate myself to actually trying to understand it either. Um, and as I was observing, observing my thoughts and then my memories, my imagination, I was always trying to, I felt like if I meditated, I needed to, to try and achieve something. Like I had to try and achieve this stillness. I had to, it had to look a particular way. I had to look a particular way. I should be thinking or not thinking in a particular way. But I wasn't actually looking around to see first what was moving for me in order to, or how meditation was going to work for me, for hope. You mentioned in your story that after meditating for years, you discovered your kundalini awakened within you and transformed your consciousness. What is kundalini? Can you explain that to us? What is, what is kundalini? Yeah, kundalini is the energy that is at the base of everybody's spine. Every soul, every soul is born with this kundalini. Everyone has the potential to have an awakening, to be self-realized, enlightened, whatever you cho choose to call it to become free, absolutely free and fearless. Absolutely, it, it, it's the most miraculous thing and it takes a long time to achieve. I had an enlightened teacher who transmitted light to me through her enlightened consciousness. And so I, I know now that I've had an awakening in past lives, so I just had to work hard to reawaken myself and that was at a late age as well. You know, I was, uh, what, I was like 42 when I met her and I'd already been looking, I'd been looking for an enlightened teacher. I was looking, even though I was working all over the world with these fabulous, positive, motivational people, women and men, authors, best-selling authors, they weren't God-realized and I knew that. They were just really cool people who had a great message that was helping people. But I wanted to go much, much deeper. And so I'd been meditating for a long time and I started having these like heart glow and amazing experiences, but it wasn't enough. I was still soul sick. I wanted that oneness because I was so happy and I was killing it in my success. 
but it wasn't enough. I wanted my true purpose. I wanted what, what it was that I know that I was assisting people to be happier and healthier and become mag, you know, magnetized to good stuff in their life. But there, there had to be more than just stuff and helping people create stuff. There had to be something deeper. So I was willing to do whatever it took to go deeper. And so when I was so blessed that she decided that she would take me on as a student, that then made it a hundredfold faster, my evolution. Because that light transmitting, you feel it in your brain. And it's sort of, we've got this like, hello, fella. Oh, how beautiful. We've got, you know, the, the Kundalini's down here. And it is, there's an ethereal spine. We have an ethereal body. People call about auras. Now it's been proven. It's not woo-woo. Oh, my God, those people are off their brains anymore. It's actual <laughs> fact. <laughs> and so along our actual physical spine, there's another, there's a tube called the Shashumna. And that tube is clogged from emotional habits, different things. It's like it's clogged. And so the Kundalini is actually like a spiritual cleaning agent. It is like once you can actually see it, it's like little bubbles of golden light that vibrate, vibrate and scrub the shishumna. And, you know, as you meditate, say, for example, you're meditating on your heart chakra, which is actually there, located there on the shishumna, directly parallel to the heart, where we think the heart chakra is. Everyone thinks it's there. You can feel the heart chakra there once you start meditating on it, but you're better off meditating there, like just visualizing there's like a, a beautiful golden egg there. And then you can start feeling it and it starts vibrating and you don't meditate on your lower chakras. That's really dangerous because chakra meditation is very, very powerful, Kundalini chakra meditation, but it's the fastest way to enlightenment. And it's like, my students have had like shaking in their beds and, because wow. it's like that light that I'm transmitting to their crown chakra is then enticing the Kundalini to come up and start vibrating that frequency. Everything's vibration. And so is the Kundalini. It is the divine vibration to clean out the chakras so that you can activate these chakras. When people say, Oh yeah, your chakras are blocked. Of course they are. The shushumna is blocked in everyone to start with, unless you're an avatar, you know, born as a spiritual being just here for one lifetime. And so, you know, we've got to do the work on our own. It's very, very challenging, I know, but you can't do it alone either, unless you were born as a fully enlightened being before and, and beyond. And so I couldn't do it on my own. I, it took me getting a teacher. And it doesn't mean that it might not have happened, but it hadn't happened in all the years that I'd been doing meditation. I'd had some spiritual experiences and quietening of my mind, which took years to do. But uh, all I know is the affirmations to start with, they, we have this frequency. Everyone has a vibratory frequency and it is a speed. It's a vibration. It's a frequency. It's a speed. You can feel it. You can hear it. Some people call it the om, but there's many, many variations of that om. To start with, the first thing you hear is like a ringing in your ears. Yes, you I get that. Good. Very good. When it first <laughs> happened to me, I thought there was electricity in the walls. And I was yes. saying, Trevor and John, can you hear that? Can you hear that? <laughs> yes. You know? And it wasn't, you know, titanitis or that ear stuff. That's the first, that's the first God sound you hear. 
So for you to have that is a very great thing because not everyone even gets that because you can meditate listening to that and it really, really helps your meditation. You just, you just absolutely focus like right in the middle of your brain and just listen with both ears and you can stop your thought listening to that. It's absolutely amazing. It's a really great way to eventually enter the Stargate. Anyway, so it keeps scrubbing clean, the Kundalini. Uh, we start meditating on the third eye as well and it starts scrubbing clean until eventually you keep having rushes of Kundalini. Some people think they've had a full Kundalini awakening because they've had a big flash of light and they felt the Kundalini come up through the Shashumna, but then it goes down again. That's not a full awakening. Even though every time that happens, there's less of you and more of God. Because I love what Thomas Troud used to say, my only prayer is may there be more of God in me than me, which is our true higher self. Our spiritual big S, not the little S, who's a little shit most of the time. <laughs> the big S. So the spiritual S. So this is what happens. And that's why you see depicted in nearly every religion, uh, like with Catholicism and Christianity and Buddhism, they've always got some sort of crown because that's, that's um, a representation, even though people don't realise it consciously sometimes, of the crown chakra of the light of what happens once the crown chakra has been opened, has been activated, I should say. And so once it's fully activated, you have many experiences of going through like the Stargate, just like the TV show, except it's like a rush of bees and a roaring in your head. And you go through these different dimensions because the uh, different chakras activate different divine dimensions for us to experience until eventually one day it's like, the sky opens up, you burst into hysterical laughter and tears of joy because it's like that moment of pure enlightenment, you have become the divine in you is then all the different traits that you had before, your personality, your experiences are then utilized by God to do good, to bring, to be a conduit of that light, to bring that light into manifestation into the world to release suffering. And that's why we have what's called the mystical experience. The mysticalexperience.com have got students. I've got students in over 26 countries that are practicing meditation that are from all walks of life. They're having miraculous experiences happen, more success, more money, and they're getting their mind quietened and their ego is being released. And so as that light is being transmitted to them, they are having these amazing experiences. And now I actually teach something called the Light Transmission Academy, which is then gifting them with the ability to also transmit light to release suffering in the world. They can do it for their family, for their friends, for their loved ones, for the world. You can do it. We go through many, many different, not just methods. It's not just methods. It's an actual, it's manifesting their divine within them because the more we pray for others and do for others, the more we awaken. And when people are doing meditation just for their own enlightenment, it, it, it's, it's got to be love. It's got to be for the love of humanity, for the love of the animals, for, you know, human nature, for, for the true evolution of humankind. It's a huge thing and it's required on this planet now more than ever before. And so when we begin to do anything 
that's also for someone else, to be of service to someone else, we feel good. We feel happier inside. It's got to be about the love. It's always got to be about the love, not the little s. <laughs> yes. Michelle, I really appreciate that you um, just said there that when we are wanting to do the good for others, it's almost like we're, we're believing in that there is something bigger than ourselves. We're not making life just about ourselves and focusing on, you know, like you said, the little guy that, that, that sits in there, it's, it's, it's looking at the big picture and looking at our purpose. What is our intrinsic value? Why are we here? What have we, what have we come, what have we come here for? I wanted to ask you just going back to when you said, you know, about the light coming through and, and also how we awaken for, for those that may be listening and thinking, well, I don't know if I'm awake or if I'm asleep. How, how do we, do you like, do you know? (laughs) Oh my God, you know, it's like saying to a pregnant woman, nine months pregnant. How do you know you're pregnant? (laughs) You absolutely have no doubt. It's, 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 um, it's an explosion and you are beyond the moment that you're in the timelessness. And it's interesting because you can have a recollection of the fears or the anxieties or the stresses that you went through, because I went through all of that, like any other human. And, but you don't have an emotional attachment. The ties, the the hooks to the past have been dissolved. So you don't repeat the same mistakes. You don't keep attracting those same experiences that you really don't want to experience anymore because they have been dissolved. You have a memory but you don't have an emotional attachment. There is no judgment. Mm. That is the one thing that just blew my mind. How much I used to judge people, places, things, you know, humans are tricky, very judgmental. And it's like, um, when the, but it's a lot of work to get there, but it's worth every moment because you're free and the happiness And the power, it's not woo-woo, oh, I just love everything, which you do, but the power that comes through and you can see people. And that's when the heart chakra activates, actually, before you're even completely awakened. You can see people. You can see if someone's like, you see, you hear people saying, oh, I don't want to be around that negative energy from that person. (laughs) Yes. And it's, it's like, well, if you're feeling that, it's because it's in you. So don't mm. judge them. Mm. Anytime you are being reactive and not responding, you are not seeing, you are reacting to something that's inside of you, which is a really cool thing to be aware of. That's true mindfulness because then your awareness, you can say, oh, well, that's a weakness within me. It's, got, it's never about somebody else. It's always about the little shit. Mm. Yes, <laughs> you're spiritual. right terminology is going on here because I'm speaking to an Aussie. I can't help myself. Um, and I appreciate and, it. <laughs> yes, you do hope. I know. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's impossible to talk about something that's, it's like, I love the way Bhagavan Ramana, who is a Yadi, was a Yadi yoga teacher, wisdom teacher, you know, who am I? I am that. And he would say the mind has melted into your heart and there's so much power there. Mm. There's power to get things done and to really assist to release the suffering. And anyone who isn't free is suffering 
at some stage in their life and they don't have to be. We are given this great gift to be able to awaken. And oh. if you're listening to the high pitched sound, you definitely have the potential hope. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really, but it like, it comes in Michelle. It's like, I could be sitting there and doesn't matter what I'm doing. And then I just, it just filters into both ears and it's very strong. It's just like, hello, I'm here. And I'm like, Ooh, and I do, I say, no, I say to my husband, can you, can you hear that? And he's like, no, it's your fairies. Talking <laughs> to you <again."> I'm <laughs> like, well, okay. Thank you. Yes, I think it is. I don't know what to do with that though. No, it's, it's <laughs> the first sign of uh, being able to hear the divine sound and it's, it's there as a tool for you to meditate on it, to listen to it. So whenever you can get into a room, put on headset, you know, whatever you can do to quieten everything. And you say you live in a quiet area anyway, so there's no noise at all. Have your husband go to the movies or whatever and listen for as many hours as you can because you, that will help awaken you. Wow. Yep. And Michelle, during this time that we are, this transitional period that we are in right now, for myself personally through COVID and, and all the movement that that's been happening, I found myself, because for me, this time has been, it's actually been very rewarding and a very positive experience because I have really had an opportunity to use this time that we had when the world stopped and stood still. I, I said to myself, sending love of course and prayers and 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 the good out to everyone that everyone has an opportunity to experience something good in this time but it gave me so much time back to really sit and make decisions for myself and listen for myself and i wasn't influenced by external factors i wasn't you know we're inside we're in four walls in our house and i thought okay this is it now. Like now is the time I got to go within because everything is stopped because obviously if nothing changes, nothing changes. So something has to change here in the world and something has to change here within me because I wasn't happy with my direction where I was going, but I also knew that that was my responsibility. And now the, the universe had created an opportunity, I think for, for everyone to, well, this is actually what I, what I want to ask you the way that I, have seen everything that's happened is everything went on pause and everyone had the opportunity to reevaluate and to think and to remember and to look back, to create, to understand, correct rather, to understand. And what I found really interesting is when we came out of this lockdown and we were able to walk around the streets again, there was, there was a lot more eye contact with strangers. And there was this, there was this under, there was like, we were all one for the first time on earth, every single human being was in the same boat. We all sat together quietly in this huge boat. We were all having different experiences within it, but I think we actually started to like really look at one another as human beings. And I know that I, things started to shift in me emotionally. I could feel changes and I could feel myself wanting to help more, wanting to give more, wanting to support more, be there for people, be there for strangers, for people that I've never met before. And I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on this transitional time that we have been experiencing for the last couple of months. I can't see much at the moment. Um, we've got these big lights on me and they're a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you look beautiful. 
Oh boy. Anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, the mystical experience members from all over the world, you know, I, I do one-on-one -on -one phone sessions with them. We do, we've been doing virtual events through Zoom and these events that because they couldn't fly in to see me because they usually fly in a couple of times a year from all over the so many different countries and we have a big live event and so yeah i've reinvented how i do things as well and how i connect with my students and with people and we have found because some of the members that um students that have not been able to fly into america in the past because some of them that live in different countries, Trump has made it very hard for them to get a visa to even come to one of these events. They could get to see each other for the first time. I have a huge big screen in front of me and I can see everyone and they can all see each other. And so that's one thing that I found has been wonderful that they could all connect. You know, every week we're doing these events and they've been able to connect beautifully and listening to each other and assisting each other in ways that have been profoundly beautiful you know from the extent one of our members he lives in south africa and like five dollars to him five american dollars is like 500 to him mm. and he really wanted to uh because his school teacher and the schools are closed down he really wanted to start learning how to make websites and to do different funnel things so he could create more streams of income and he just didn't have the funds and he's like i just don't know what to do about that and he wasn't asking and immediately everyone just started donating to him i got his paypal address and he's got more than enough to live on for the next 12 months let alone the software he needed <laughs> from all you know all the people just giving 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 and everyone's been there supporting each other in ways that are beautiful and the other people that i've met because i've been doing a lot of podcast interviews because this is an opportunity for me to transmit light right now and so I, uh, I have really really noticed a lot of uh like you're one of the rare people who have you know that there is more to this world than the crap that goes on and you can feel humanity you can feel it as if everyone's in one boat but not everyone's at that level of consciousness hope a lot of them that I've spoken to are angry. They they don't they don't they're not responding. They're reacting. You know, so everyone's different. It depends on your where your level of evolution is on what you experience and what you attract, what you resonate with. Are the people that are handling it in a really good way, like the mystical experience. Every single one of them handling it beautifully, but a lot of the rest of the world aren't handling it as well as you would think. And I had an opportunity to really have a good look at the fears and the angers and the things that come up with people. So that will assist my work to help relieve, release their suffering in any way that we can do behind the scenes, so to speak. And so uh, it's been, because there's like, there's nearly 8 billion people, 7.8 billion people on the planet right now. And so that's like 7.8 billion different consciousness levels of consciousness with their own resonation with their own um frequency so it's like like the buddha said there's that that means there's that many different worlds on the one world because everybody's consciousness creates their world their reality so it's been a fascinating 
experience to realize that even though this particular space and time called the earth, the world, this particular dimension, that people just assume that we have high evolution because we have high technology, so many advances in science. And that's not the truth. There are not, there is not a high level of spiritual consciousness on the planet right now. People, this has actually assisted those that are ready to take off on their path of their purpose of their divine consciousness who are ready for it. It has been wonderful for them to have that opportunity to be alone and to be isolated with their divine presence to ask questions. Who am I? What am I here for? What am I going to do next? How can I improve my life? There are areas where I know that I've been judgmental or I've got caught up down the rabbit hole of people's judgments. And those are the ones that are really going in leaps and bounds in consciousness and reinventing the way they make money and all that sort of thing. And then there's a lot more that are really, really suffering. So anyway, that's my that's how I've been seeing it. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense, Michelle. And I can appreciate too, um, that, our that the way we think, yes, it does create our world 100%. And just, just touching on your courses and the things I would love to hear about, um, everything that you're doing. So can you share with us just a little bit of, you know, the, the offerings that you have for, your students and everyone around the world so that everyone that's listening can, can tune in and, and head to your website and, and check out all of the amazing things and offerings that you have. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Thank you. Hope. I think you've got the link that Trevor gave you. We've got yes. um, the magic of affirmation power, the E version for you guys for free. That's just been released, but inside of it, once you start reading it, I've got links in there for you that give you my, highest most successful products because they work for people my visualization program my meditation video to teach you to meditate um something i did with bob proctor called turbocharged action planner so you can start working out how to really create what you want to create with intention with goals with step-by-step instruction with this great audio program bob and i did called action and he's awesome in that and the song's great great affirmation and some of my favorite affirmation songs all for free and what what is that link hope is it um yeah i've got it i've got it on my email i'm pretty sure michelleblood.com forward slash and the name of your you know bold Bold and brave bold and brave i think that's what it is yeah m-i-c-h-e-l-e-b-l-o-o-d.com maybe you could um text trevor and ask him what it is uh michelleblood.com forward slash we'll find out in two seconds and um so that's for you to experience this stuff for free it's nearly 200 dollars worth of my best-selling products that really work for no matter what level you're at right now just to uplift yourself and to see how you can reinvent yourself how you for those who want to be interested in the meditation or just visualizing learning how to visualize properly whatever it is whatever thing you want to do because all of those modalities assist you to raise your consciousness in other words to be at a faster frequency which then takes more and more veils away so you can begin to see the opportunities and the great things about yourself and your spirit that you couldn't see before that was sort of clogged were veiled and also 
we have something coming up uh, which begins on the 1st of August. We've only got 18 tickets left for it, which is called the Light Transmission Academy. It's Light Transmission Academy, Light Transmission Academy. And people, it's a six-week course we'll be doing which people can become a conduit, a healer, a conduit of the light. Not just learn about it, but be absolutely empowered by the light to be able to transmit light to others and to help with their business and all of the rest of the things that they're doing. And then for those who really want to become a student of meditation and to really improve their consciousness, just go to themysticalexperience.com and you can watch free videos and see what the different members, video testimonials. And what was the link? Bold and brave, just like we said, yes. <laughs> Bold and brave. I love the name of your podcast, Hope. Bold and brave. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> and to all of our listeners who are listening, just um, to let you know that I will be leaving all of Michelle's links in the show notes of this episode. So I do encourage everyone, please go and head over and check out what Michelle's doing because it is truly inspirational. And I'm sure that just from listening to this podcast, if you're not on the website already, then I don't know what you're doing. Um, I would love to wrap this up with three bold and brave questions that I'd love to ask you, Michelle, if I could. Sure. Okay. So first question, what is something bold and brave that you're going to do for Michelle next? <laughs> That's an impossible question. I'm just <laughs> really just in the moment. It's not a, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. No, that's totally fine. There's, there's obviously lots of, lots of amazing things that are, that are still to come. Um, my next question is, what do you envision for our world? I envision this world always in every day that more and more people, there's less and less suffering, more and more people waking up to their true God-given potential, to their divine gifts, to their happiness, because I know that everybody can find that true happiness that has nothing to do with ego and feel so good about themselves every day. And, and that is my, if there's a bold and beautiful project, that's it. <laughs> oh, Michelle, you're, you are an angel. You're a true angel. I've absolutely loved chatting to you today. My last question is I would love to know how I can give back to you today. Well, I think for you, I, I think allow, uh, what I'm doing right now to affect you in a positive way, send me your photograph and I'll start transmitting light to you. I'll let you become part of the mystical experience for a couple of months for you to just try it for free because that is how I can have you be able to give back to a lot more people. The more light that's coming through you with all the work that you're doing, you're a beautiful spirit. I mean, beautiful young woman, but you're a beautiful spirit and you'll be able to do even more that way. So Oh, I just Michelle. thank I just I really thank you, Hope, for being a, another Aussie Sheila today that's bringing <laughs> light to the world and doing all that great stuff that you're doing. And I think that's extraordinary. And I don't know about you, I love Australia. I love my country, but I choose to live in America because I find that the way I think and the way I live my life is just too out there for my family. <laughs> thank you for saying that. <laughs> so I just felt something lift from my chest when you said that it was like a <laughs> oh that's what it is yes because I love Australia too but there was always a part of me when I lived there and it's nothing against Australia it's just no. my relationship 
Yeah, I love Australia. It's a beautiful country. No, it's a tall, it's a poppy syndrome and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's all. I, yeah, it's just, I got to this side and I was like, oh, I don't know, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, there we go. There's the light. I'm here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Michelle, I feel like I, my, I, it's interesting. There's only very few people that, especially, you know, over, over camera as well, but I feel like I, I know you or I'm it just, I feel very, safe and it's very safe environment and very nurtured and very comfortable speaking to you so thank you so much for we're we're resonating we're resonating beautifully yes feel it strongly we're two or more (laughs) gathered we're resonating we're in the we're on the you know the the fast lane yes traveling at the speed of fabulosity (laughs) oh i like that (laughs) fabulosity i'm putting that on my wall I got some things up here. Oh my goodness, Miss Michelle, thank you, thank you so much for being thank on my you, podcast Hope. today. I'm sending you an abundance of love to your family, and I just want to say thank you for, thanks for showing up for us, Michelle. Thanks for sharing your light with us. Thank you for being who you are, and giving us the space to know that it's it's safe for us to come out and and be who we want to be too. It's 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 beautiful to have human beings on this earth that are here to you know that are thinking bigger than themselves and and giving and 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 serving and supporting it just if we can just create that circular motion for one another and just keep sharing and supporting and loving and giving and supporting one another then we're just gonna fly but you're, yes. you're doing it and i'm very grateful to you flying three times lucky for us hey hope. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> until we succeed